0: We're talking about procrastination today because holy cow, I have a lot of experience with that. I remember times staying up really late working on school projects with my mom and even with this one class with my Latin four class, having to work on this project with some of my really good friends for like a whole like 60, 80 minute block, just putting this thing together because I hadn't put in much work. And I think I got a 70 on that project and it was stressful. It was stressful and procrastination, you know, it's, uh, it's interesting. I recently listened to a Ted talk about this, actually the master of procrastination. He kind of talks about how, and I'll link it in the show notes. Oh, so good. Basically talks about how like your brain Is very like rational and was like, okay, we're gonna get this done and I'm gonna be very clear about this. I'm gonna go after this. And then your monkey inside your head, he's like talking about like his brain. He's like, the monkey's like, hey, well, we should go uh, play video games and we should go to the park and we should do all this stuff. That's great, but it takes you away from your intended destination. And one of my favorite parts about this is like how the monkey is so persuasive and is so like, sold on itself that it will completely turn the rational part off and if you don't if you don't have the monkey sit down you don't have to get rid of him but you have to make him like sit down so he doesn't have as much influence over you then things aren't going to go super well and the only thing that scares the monkey is the panic monster and i love how this is ex- explained in the ted talk is like how the panic monster is like what comes up when you literally have to get started or you're literally not going to make it. And it's interesting because there's been times when I am so procrastinated. I've procrastinated so long that when the panic monster comes out, it's already like almost like there's no time left to really do anything. And so you don't even start period. And that's crazy. But I just share this because I am definitely trying to get better at this. And I think... I think procrastination is kind of right along in line with like planning and how you need to be very clear of your plans. And the interesting thing with plans is the best ones have some kind of time frame attached to them, some kind of some kind of agenda that you're going to follow to help you stay on track and get somewhere in that time period. And if you don't create that, that start and finish and that plan, it's going to be really easy to procrastinate. And another big thing about this is the importance of not delaying it because the more you delay it when you have a lot of time, then Parkinson's law is that work expands to fill the time allotted. So if you give yourself very little time to work on it, before your deadline, then you'll be able to pump it out. I took this accounting quiz in like 45 minutes that probably should have taken me a tiny bit longer and I didn't do super bad on it because I was like, this is all the time I'm gonna devote to this, you know? And so I need to be able to do that in other parts of my life, like with getting on Instagram or things like that. And I'm not even really using Instagram, but like LinkedIn and posting, you know, it's like, this is how much time I'm devoting to this, and that's it. And that helps the panic monster from staying away. It helps the rational guy kind of drive because the more time you spend on things that are enjoyable, but are not what you really wanna do, it can get a little scary. And you don't wanna put yourself into choppy waters. You know, you think of like a beginning of the day, it's like a calm, nice day. And let's say there's like choppy waters coming up, and there's rainstorms, you have to keep going even when there's rainstorms, even when there's things that aren't going super well. You can't go below ship and just hide. You have to keep sailing the ship. And, you know, even though at times it's really difficult to do that, it's a lot better than struggling and having to make up three hours of work in one hour or something crazy like that, because that is just, A, it's not healthy, It's also probably not going to happen. And so I'm just sharing this out for anybody that's in college business or anything like that and wants to, you know, overcome their struggle to procrastinate. I would encourage you to do like a fear setting exercise that Tim Ferriss talks about. I recently did that for some things that I want to get better at, things I want to do. And it was honestly really helpful. And honestly, I haven't been perfect about following that plan, but it has given me a lot of perspective and it's helped me to not get into a spot that I've been in before of like putting off more things. And I could go on and on about this. When you meet people, you don't have a lot of time. And especially like in different situations, people are in different modes of thought. They're in different environments. They have different feelings. And so maybe if you wanted to talk to somebody at one particular time, that's a very good time to talk to them because the next time you talk to them, maybe they don't have as much time. I can't tell you how many times I have been walking around or been back home and I see somebody and I'm like, hey, I'm gonna go talk to them. And then I'm like, okay, I probably have some good amount of time to talk to them. Maybe it's at the airport or something. And then they go to the bathroom or they go to get a drink. And now if I'm following them, now this is creepy. Now this is like probably not gonna be super good. And I have talked with people After that, and it's just not that great. It's better to just act on it quickly and not even really think about it. It's like the five second rule from Mel Robbins, which I've been using a little bit more to help me get up. And uh, yeah, it's really important. I actually just kind of did this today, tonight, talked with uh, Scott and uh, his friend. It was a really good time just going, and I recognized him. I was like, I've seen that shirt before. I'm pretty sure I've seen this person. I'm just going to go talk to him. And just went for it, you know, I had homework to do, I had a quiz to do, but I just decided it was more important to go and talk to Scott. And I didn't really care why. And I knew I was kind of intruding on his ping pong game, but I decided I'm just going to go talk to him because I know I'm going to be thinking about this if I do not. You know, there are people that I have been prompted or just wanted to talk to that I could have talked to like a year or so ago that I didn't talk to them. And now maybe they're a little bit out of reach. They got really popular when they weren't as popular before or maybe they passed on or maybe I was on a bus. And when you're on a bus, everybody's going in different directions. You have no idea where somebody is going unless you talk to them. You have no idea. And so you just have to treasure the time you have with people because you really just don't know. And you don't know which relationships are going to stick around and which ones are going to endure or, well, you don't know which ones are going to hold on and which ones are going to fizzle. I got to talk with this one waiter at red Robin with my friends. Well, he was our waiter and I just wanted to talk to him and he told me about some of his dreams and stuff. I was like, Hey, let's keep in touch. And I texted him today and he's like, Hey, how's it going friend? And it made me so happy. I was like, yeah, this is so cool. This person I met, you know, you just have to look beyond what you see. Like that's such a big, big part of it. To look beyond like the amazing person that you're looking at, even if you don't know them, like there's so much awesomeness in people. And if you don't talk to them and if you don't reach out, then you won't know of that awesomeness. I cannot imagine how many stories. That I could have potentially heard at this point from talking to more people and stuff. And I'm not upset about it. I'm just fascinated by it because there are times in my life where I procrastinate and other things and I just feel bleh. And then I start talking about this stuff and it's like somebody just put a bunch of batteries in me and it's amazing. But the real thought I want to take, I want you to take home and put in your back pocket is that if you wait longer, you're going to run out of time eventually. I was thinking about this earlier before I started, before I hit record. If you're standing on a diving board, eventually the pool is going to close and you're going to have to get off that diving board. I wrote a poem very recently about this and I'll probably share in a blog post once I get my blog up. Rip. (laughs) I will actually do that. I will. But basically that whole poem is talking about this kind of concept of like, when the lights go out, when the crowd leaves, when all of this happens, and you are just standing there and you cannot really do anything about it, it is one of the most interesting things in the entire world, in my opinion. The, like, the discussion has moved on and you are brimming with so much you want to say, but it has moved on. We got to give you guys that value. So we're going to share a quick little thought of this. It's called No Sound Available. I don't know if I'm going to read the whole thing. I probably can. I cry, but no sound comes out. I sing my heart out, but the crowd has already moved on. I step up to the plate, but the game has already ended. I am at the flagpole, but then time expires. I am here, but they are there. My heart is warm, but the opportunity is cold. I lay down all my cards and then I decide to fold. Did I begin with the end in mind or did I succumb to something blind? Oh, when I wrote this, I was like, what am I writing? This is so sick. My soul hungers for more, but the food is beyond, is behind the locked kitchen door. Oh, so good. Like you want more food, but it's all behind the locked kitchen door. Like you can't get behind it. Like it's cause you don't have the key, right? There's food, but you don't have the key. The key is uh, keeping you out. I needed more time, but I gave myself another mountain to climb. I yearned for hope, but in my cave of cares, I forgot a rope. The last joke has been said. The final note has been played. My chances for a, re- a refund, I have let fade. I'll say that last part again. The last joke has been said. The final note has been played. My chances for a refund, I have let fade. The bright scoreboard has dimmed. And I was going to finish it out, but that's, that's that like no sound available. Like you can't say anything. Your brain is like, I want to see so much, but you cannot say anything at that point. It's like that quote, if you have something to say, say it or else forever hold your peace. There are a lot of things that I wish I could talk about that. I can't because like nothing really happened to talk about. It's just kind of this thing in my my body, in my mind, you know, this thing that happened a while ago, being able to talk to this person. It's just a memory. It's not a story. These aren't things I really share with people. Like that one guy who I wanted to talk to that was just chilling outside with his guitar and I was on a bus and we'd stopped and I was like, I just want to get off this bus and go talk to that guitar guy. But I was playing this little video game. I was playing Pokemon and this battle was going a bit too long. And I was like, this battle needs to hurry up. And then because I was like, I was already finished and I was like, I'll just do one more quick battle. That's always, always a dangerous thing. Quick. I'm going to do this really quick. So I went on and was just going to do this really quick battle. And then after that battle finished, as well as I remember it, you know, the doors close and we leave. And I was like... Oh, I thought about it that night. It's like, dude, that old man is probably going to die. He probably has some of the most amazing music in his heart of things to say. And I did not go to talk to him. Like, this is why I'm here on this earth is to go talk to people, to go help them, to reach out, to help them feel that they're loved and to help them know they're not alone, and to get these stories I get from talking with people, and to share that, to inspire other people to do the same thing. Like, that is why I'm here. I did not do that. Some of those amazing experiences I've had in my life have come from going out and just talking to random people that I want to talk to. I think it's really important to Be kind to yourself when you miss out on these opportunities. For me, writing poetry is really helpful. That poem means so much to me because it encapsulates so many things. With each of those lines, I could think of stories that go along with those lines. But at the end of the day, you just have to keep moving forward and you can't live in the past. You have to be thankful for what you've accomplished and appreciate all those times you haven't procrastinated and learn Because there's a lot of things that are far ahead of you right now that you can start preparing for so you don't have to cram for it later. Cramming is so sketchy. It's not fun. Like, it's just not good. Like, imagine cramming for anything that's super important. Like, imagine... I don't know. I have all these thoughts. <laughs> like The thought that came to mind is like, imagine you're like trying to be a midwife, like deliver a baby and you don't really know anything about it. And so you just cram, like trying to learn about it. And then you just try and do it. Like, that's crazy. Like, I don't know. You just have to be very careful. And I would just recommend that you, kind of what I talked about in the last episode, like ponder the path of your feet and know that being proactive and reaching out to others and not procrastinating is gonna help you get there. And if you have those off days and you don't talk to people like I have, like we all have, it's okay, because you learn and you grow and just learn from those struggles. And uh, when there is sound available, I hope you will use that beautiful music that is your voice, that is your everything. All of that is creating the music of your life. And I hope that you will use that sound while it is available. Because while you're here on this earth, your sound is very available. Every single second of the day, you can reach out to and help others. You can help out yourself. One of the most inspirational but crazy quotes for me is, don't die if your music's still in you. And that's my Message for you is don't die if your music's stolen you. Don't turn in that assignment. If there's something else you wanna do for that assignment and you have some time, put in that other thing into the assignment. Start that business or start that thing because time is ticking. And for now, your voice is very available. Your sound is available and you should do it. I mean, imagine like being in a class and you're talking and nobody can hear you because you're on mute and then you click to unmute and it does nothing. I don't know. I'm just talking at this point, but I really love this topic. And the last little thought I want to share is procrastination. is kind of like a little monster. And what you do with it is everything. So if you feed it, you let it stick around. It's going to get stronger. It's going to get more persuasive, everything like that. That's all I got. Thank you so much for listening. As always, I'll see you on Monday. Life is good. Life is a blessing. Life is a joy and you can learn so much from it. Hope this episode was helpful for you. Share it with somebody if you thought it was, and if it helped you with rethinking procrastination or just got you excited. I know it got me excited. And just thank you again for listening. And don't forget to yield today. We'll be a better tomorrow.